What's up, everybody? We are back after a little hiatus. Today, we are talking about the three secrets to making the first exit that's necessary, which is your day job. We're going to talk about it after the intro. We're excited. So the big question is this. How do entrepreneurs like us, who are running real businesses, spending money from our own pockets, how do we build, grow, and operate our businesses in a way that lets us exit them one day for millions of dollars? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Raleigh Williams, and welcome to the Exit Plan Secrets Podcast. What's up, boys and girls? We are back after a slight hiatus on the podcast episodes. And today, I want to talk about the three secrets that I use to exit my day job. So I was in big law for about nine months before I quit. And while I was there in big law, I remember feeling like I was worried that I was never going to be able to find a way out. I was worried about how I would replace my income. Could I do something that um, was going to be as remunerative as the job that I had doing big law, even though I hated it? Um, I think probably looking back, the thing that I was most worried about was being stuck where I was, finding no way out. The interesting thing about professional services or a lot of jobs, I think, but particularly a law firm job is you can very clearly see the 10 years ahead of you because you're going to be a first year associate, then a second year associate, then a third, then a fourth, then a fifth, then a sixth, then junior partner, senior partner, or you move to counsel, whatever. And I think that it's pretty similar if you're at an accounting firm or something, you can see what your life will look like five years from now, just by looking at who your boss is and how they live. And the prospect of ending up like my bosses ended up was terrifying to me. And um, I think that was one of the big things that propelled me to move because I felt like there was nothing that I could do. There was no wrong move when I knew that the track that I was currently on would end in disaster. One of my favorite movies is Everest, which is about these uh, guys that are climbing Everest as it kind of got commercialized and they're tourists there. And um, one of the guides in Everest, he, he goes to the top of the mountain, he's on his way back down, and he gets caught in this massive storm that no one really predicted. And he's stuck in the behind this rock, and he's calling back to base camp. And in uh, and, and base camp, they say, you know, you just have to wait for a break in the storm, and then you have to keep moving. That may be the most dangerous situation, as you're thinking about it right now. But if you stay at this rock, if you stay put, you are going to die. There's a 100% chance that you die. Your only option forward is to move forward. You have to keep going. You have to start taking risks. You have to go out into the storm, into the unknown. You may still die in the unknown, but when you know that staying put is going to 100% kill you, that at least gives you the courage to move forward. And I'd watched this while I was at a job. It was actually something that I thought about a ton. I couldn't stop thinking about it about this, I've actually tried to find the clip on YouTube and I've watched the movie a couple times just to see this scene of him in a precarious situation, being terrified to move forward. But once he kind of understood that staying stuck was not an option, he then found the courage to move forward. The Cliff Notes version of the ultimately died, but that's not 
relevant to your story. The relevant piece is if you're in a job that you hate, you have to get out of the narrative of, uh, you know, should I stay for another 10 years to make the money? You, you just ha- you have to put the pressure on yourself that you're going to have to move forward. You're going to have to start taking risks that you feel are riskier than you would otherwise take because you are in a precarious situation that you have to get out of. And so here are three things that I think help kind of reframe what what you're thinking in terms of staying staying where you're at. The first one is you have to fix your relationship with money. Um, and when I talk to people and I've gotten emails from people who say, you know, the, the relationship with money and what money represents in your life right now has to change. What most people say as they're at a job is, I don't know how I'm going to be able to replace this money. And even though I'm doing something that I hate, I have to stay for the money, for the money that I that I get. And so the question that you should just ask yourself is, what does that money represent to you? Why is that money so important to you? Um, for a lot of people, the answer would be, well, you know, it's kind of like they're a victim of circumstance. They would say, I have student loans that I have to pay. I have a family. I have responsibilities. I have these prior commitments that I find myself in that it would be irresponsible for me to uh, to do something that puts all those people that rely on me in jeopardy. Um and to that, I would say you're creating a circumstance that you're you're saying you, doing something unknown, um, finding a new way to make money outside of your job is uh, something that puts people at risk. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that there are tons of ways that you can learn to make money as a second source of income while you still have a job. You just have to put pressure on yourself to do it. You have to invest in things. One thing that I've learned being an entrepreneur, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on education to get a law degree at an expensive law school. And I felt like I was educated. I felt that I had paid for the, as much education as I needed. And from then on, I was going to buy $5 books and that was going to be the end of it. Um, just in the past year after I've sold a business, I've started to reinvest in my education this year, 2021, I'm spending $60,000 currently on, um, coaching programs, uh, you know, new courses, online courses, things that have nothing to do with certifications or kind of prestige or any of that stuff, just tactics on different ways to make money. I think be careful with this. I I would say don't ever hire a coach that hasn't done at least 10x of in the thing that you're trying to do. I hate the kind of the online coaching, the whole the whole scene around it. But you have to start investing money in in progressing whatever that looks like for you. I don't whether that's taking classes in a different skill set, joining a seminar program investing in uh, buying a domain, you're going to have to put put money at risk, whether that's in your education or whether that's in new business ventures. So I think you just need to set, or, set aside an amount of money on a, on a monthly basis that you're comfortable with, that it just will go to zero. I think if you're 
a lawyer, if you're in professional services, three to five grand a month, a thousand dollars a month. That's not for vacations, not for things that you use to anesthetize the fact that you hate your job. You just need to start putting money towards not in a 401k, not in a health savings account, not in rainy day fund stuff that is just in case everything goes to shit. You have to put it in something that has that that has an opportunity to give you a return that you can control and can give you freedom. There's I've never heard one story ever of someone who's 35 years old and is completely free to do whatever they want. And they say, you know, it's just because I listened to my financial planner and now I have a 401k that has allowed me to, you know, live life on my terms and have a private jet and do whatever I want to do. I think you have to, uh, understand that you're a beginner at learning how to make your own money and you you have to learn those skills you can't outsource that that's something that you have to do and you have to learn how to be in control of that you have to disassociate yourself with the fact that i'm a lawyer and lawyers aren't good at math or i'm an accountant you you can't you can no longer wrap your identity in the fact that you are the thing that you hate to do i don't consider myself a lawyer anymore even though i'm trained to do it i consider myself an entrepreneur, um, because I hated being a lawyer. And so you have to lose that identity and you have to break that relationship with the, the money being tied. You can't make money other than being an attorney. If you're completely tied to the identity of being an attorney. Um, the second secret is that ideas are crap and you have to find where where success has have left secrets success has left clues on how to be successful i don't know why that was so hard for me to say success leaves clues look at the clues who's been successful before how have people generated a second income that has allowed them to quit if you do the same investing strategies as the partner at your job who's a 65 year old and has been at the job your whole life, you're going to have a similar result as him. It defies logic that people who hate their jobs will talk about investing, investing strategies with people that are at the job that they hate. If you're doing the same things, you're going to get the results that the people around you are getting. And so if you follow the advice of people who are five years older than you that are investing in Bitcoin, but are still at the job that they hate, you're going to get a similar result five years from now, you can expect to be in their position. So you have to change the way that you're getting your ideas. You have to change the source of your ideas as well. Don't talk about people. Don't talk about investing with people at your job anymore because they're still at the job that you want to leave. And the way that I get ideas, the way that I get business ideas is I don't talk to my friends about it. Most of my friends don't own businesses. They haven't made millions of dollars. I'm more successful than most of them. And which is something that I'm fixing now. This is kind of goes into the third secret of your, the people that you surround yourself with, but get ideas from, try to get an idea of the things that have been successful in the past and spend less time sitting in your room or watching shark tank and saying, um, you know, this is an app that I think that, that should exist, or this is a piece of software that should exist and, um, spend more time looking at businesses that businesses, side hustles, pieces of real estate, listening to people's stories who have had success 
at a similar station of life as you. So what I do on a daily basis is I'll go to three websites. I'll go to quietlightbrokerage.com and I'll look at businesses that are for sale. I'll go to um, empireflippers.com and also websitecloasers.com. And I'll look at online businesses that are for sale. I also look at loopnet.com on a daily basis to look at storage facilities, pieces of real estate that are for sale. I'll look at how it's cash flowing and I'll call and talk to a broker about a business that I really have no, no inclination to actually buy, but I wanna learn more about the business and I wanna get exposure to other businesses that have found success. You know, on what on Quiet Light Brokerage, if a business started two years ago and it's selling for four million dollars now, I'll say, and it has three employees, and I'm like, wow, this it's crazy that over two years they've generated four million dollars of enterprise value. Is do I have enough tools in place that I could, you know, with a little bit of energy and finding my contact list, I can generate something similar? Uh, how difficult would this business be to recreate? And that's how I get my ideas. I don't get my ideas by looking at businesses that have venture capital funding and, you know, these really, really steep mountains that I would have to climb in order climb in order to recreate the the value that these businesses have. Um, so that's what that's what I do. I think you you find your own process to get better ideas. If if you've been in a job for five or six years, seven years, three years, if you've been at a job for amount of time that you're dissatisfied with. Do something this week that is a different way to find an idea to get out. Reach out to somebody new. Uh, try to get on a phone call with somebody new. Have an interview with a coach, an entrepreneurship coach, a kind of a side hustle coach. I wouldn't talk to a career counselor or somebody like that. Um, somebody who's generated money in their own way and... Um, try to figure out a way to get new ideas. You could join Exit Plan Secrets, the Facebook group, a little plug there, um, and network with the people in that group. Some of them have businesses, some of them have jobs that they're trying to get out of, and find, find new ways to get ideas than what you've done in the past. Um, so that's the second one, that ideas are crap, and you have to find the, the clues that success has left. The third one, is you have to learn how to start playing the hand that you're dealt. Um, when people talk to me about wanting to quit their jobs and wanting to move on to the next station, wanting to have the first exit, which is the exit from your job, if they're married, uh, a big, a big way to have success is the hand that you're dealt within just your spouse. I've, I've generated over a million dollars in a business that I started with my wife that I had no idea. I had no inclination to start when it all got started. We just started it together and um, it's been a really successful business. It's the business that I'm currently focused on as I've sold some of my other businesses. I'm currently focused on the business that I've started with my wife. I've seen people that have had success that have generated five or $10,000 a month of additional income because they and their with their spouse, a man with a woman, a woman with a woman, whatever it is, they start something and they're synergistic and they can have this business together that can generate money and ease the ease the financial burden of the job that they're in. Um, the other the other thing in terms of playing the hand that you're dealt is 
what is your circle of influence? What are your, what are the, who are the friends that you have currently? And um, if they're not talking about starting businesses, if they're not talking about investing in real estate, you need to, you need to be more intentional, intentional about getting better friends and making better contacts. Um, one thing that I'm doing this year that I've never done that is completely against my personality is I've started to sign up for conferences, entrepreneurship conferences. Um, I'm, I'm not the, the most extroverted person in terms of going out and rubbing shoulders and I don't drink. So having drinks with somebody is like, that sounds like the seventh circle of hell to me, but uh, I'm also sick enough of not having a large enough influence, uh, large enough circle of influence with the people that I surround myself with that I'm willing to go through the discomfort, do something that I really don't want to do in order to get a new result than I'm previously, than, than I've previously had. And so if you're not willing to set boundaries with your boss and go to different conferences and spend time in places that those around you aren't spending time, then I have no sympathy for the results that you're getting because you will get the results of the people that you surround yourself with. And you have to go through the, the discomfort that is keeping you where you're at is the signaling mechanism that you need to change things. And that will require you to do things new, which is going to feel uncomfortable, which is going to feel like um, you are you know, venturing out into the unknown. And that's not, that can be scary, but it's what's required. One thing that I tell myself, I tell my wife, um, is that you have to understand that magic only happens in the unknown. It will not happen if you continue to do the same things over and over again. There will not be any magic. There's not going to be something that completely changes. No one is coming to save you. No one's going to send a text message to your phone and say, hey, the general counsel job at XYZ company just opened up. We want you to have it, right? That shit doesn't happen. The magic in your life is only going to happen as you venture out into the unknown and you do something different than you've previously done before. That I can guarantee you. It's also the unknown is scary and also the unknown can be where you get punched in the face a little bit and take some bruises and you get a bloody nose too. Um, and that's the price that you have to be willing to pay. And if you're not willing, if you're not willing to pay that price, if you're not willing to start moving forward and uh, being uncomfortable and investing in yourself and meeting new people, then you should you should allow yourself the mercy of just quitting the inner narrative of when am I going to quit my job? How can when can things be different? You should just learn to find gratitude and the situation that you're in, because things are not going to get different unless you're willing to do different things and unless you're willing to be uncomfortable. And that is, I think that there are a lot of people that torture themselves with this idea that they should do something new and they just need to be more courageous. And why don't they have the balls or the stones or whatever to move on to the next thing when really they should just get okay, find gratitude with the fact that you have an okay life, you're making 200 grand a year, 250, 300 grand a year. And that's what it's going to be. And you should find happiness in that. And if, if you're incapable of finding happiness and making 300 grand a year, which I think I was incapable of doing, 
then you have to figure out what needs to happen in order for you to find the courage to venture out into the unknown. Um, and venturing out into the unknown with the hand that you're dealt being realistic uh, and and not feeling bad that somebody else had it easier than you, somebody else had their schooling paid for, so that means that they had a better opportunity than you. Um, there's There's a lot of opportunity completely around you if you just start asking the right questions and you start um, you you start focusing on it and getting determined that that you're going to make it happen no matter what it's just a matter of time and uh, I think I think with those with those with those three things that's that's kind of the initial conversation that I normally have anytime somebody hits me up and they're like I want to quit my job. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to replace this income? What advice do you have? Um, those are the those are the three the three main points that I talk about. The first is that your relationship with money is flawed, and um, money is abundant, and you have to start. Money shouldn't be forcing you to do something that you don't want to do. The, you you need to change the relationship. So that way you do what you want to do and the, and the money follows, which isn't a conversation about follow your passions. It's a conversation about uh, quit, quit being stuck where you are just because the money is, is okay. Um, the second is that ideas are garbage and spend more time looking at where, the, where success has left clues. And the third is be realistic about the hand that you're dealt and start figuring out the best way to play it. And if you don't like the hand that you're dealt, then you have to start getting getting realistic about how you can change the cards in your hand, how you can meet new people, how you can network with new people, which requires you to do new things, outreach to people, get rejected. Um, those are all things that that make progress if you if you do them over time. So let me know what you think. Join the Facebook group, Exit Plan Secrets, if you're interested in exiting your job, exiting your operations of your business, or exiting your business entirely. That's what we talk about, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.